And now, from Grid Square Echo Mike 48, this is 100 Watts and a Wire. Well, hello and welcome to 100 Watts and Wires. Christian, my call sign is Kilo Zero, Sierra Tango Hotel, and happy day to you. We are doing our live stream, a recording of the podcast. We're up to episode number 360. That is nutty. It's nutty. Where does the time go? I want to know. And Sidecar Steve is here with me today. We're having a, a pleasant morning, having fun backstage you see, with a little bit of uh, Old Bay, goes a long way. You got a problem, put a little Old yeah. Bay on it. Put a little Old Bay on it. You've got the, uh, probably not proper to joke about the monkey pox yet, but uh, put this on it. Put this on it if it happens. little cans here on the West Coast. Yeah. Get the supersized ones. Guess who else is uh, is here? There's Scotty. Scotty got a new rig. <laughs> Scotty got a new rig, so uh, he not only sounds great, He's also looking great for the friends that uh, are listeners who are available to hang out with us on Saturday morning as we do the uh, show, record it, stream it out. You can join us live in the chat room. Put a cue in front of your questions if you have any. We'll get to those today. Also, we've worked out the uh, calls with Discord. So if you're a member of the Discord, and we will drop the link in, so you know if you're into that sort of thing. A lot of people don't like it. Uh, social media, they don't like the Facebook but Discord seems to be a, a place where people can come together and chat. Sidecar Steve does. I knew when Steve liked it, I was like, oh, okay, well, this says something. Because people don't like Google. They don't like the Google either. I just saw a commercial that was anti-Google, you know? And it was like uh, using the police, uh, I'll be watching you song. And he made a parody out of it and said that Google, so I say, oh, okay. So some people just don't like the Google. Um, but Discord is an option, and we can take your calls there. Look for the live show area, and what you want to do is probably read first real quick how the process works, but you're going to go into the green room, and then you'll be moved into one of the live spots, and we'll take you, your calls a little bit later. So there you go. Right now, it is 57 degrees in Missouri. We can uh, see how many states we can work weather-wise today and see who's around, so put your temperature, if you can tell... We'll see how many states we can get across to today. 57 here in Missouri. What are you looking at in Washington State, Steve? Uh, 42 right now. It's uh, another uh, cool one this morning. And uh, and Spike uh, is complaining about snow because we had it Thursday and we sent it to you. So you're welcome. So it's kind of like uh, crabs or like some other sort of STD <laughs> that you're like, hey, we had it. We gave it to you. Enjoy. Gave it to you. Enjoy. Put some old bay on it. Put a little old bay on your crabs. <laughs> Just open up your trousers. Sprinkle, sprinkle. Throw them in the uh, the pot. I don't. I don't know how many of those you'd have to have for a full meal. You'd probably be looking for hospitalization with those sort of. Actually, there it says best on blue crabs, five inches across. Uh, that's usually what you can dip and them out of. And old bay is insulin resistant, so you're good to go. No calories, no calories, and like three ingredients. But man, they are, it is such a lovely thing. My mother sent this one to me. I've got a huge can. For most people, one pound of Old Bay seasoning would last you probably 10 years, I would think. I don't know, but you know, us East Coasters put it on everything toothpaste in the morning, you name it, we put it on. And uh, some people don't get it. And I, and I even had somebody, my, uh, my stepdad was like, nope, there's actually something better. I was like, Psh, the first time Agent I hit my stepfather in the mouth. 
shut your mouth. You just shut your dirty mouth. That's, that's why I said, and I think I left. Drove all the way home uh, that same night. But he said there's another one out there. Maybe Scotty knows about it, but it's, he says, it's really good. I don't know if they get it from New Orleans or where they're getting it from, but he's, he's like, it's really good. I can't remember the name. It might be a person's name. I don't know. You guys know more than I do on the East Coast, but I'm addicted to the Old Bay. Just been in my life for so long, and I'd rather not mess that up. I was raised on yeah, the Old Bay. Creole that seasoning. That baby I really formula liked. for me growing up. Baby formula with the Old Bay in it. Yeah, Absolutely. it's great. Uh, what are you dealing <laughs> with, Scotty, weather-wise? What's it look like? Uh, so we're at, uh, what, 10 a.m. East Coast time. We are at 89 degrees. Damn. Damn. 57% humidity. Uh, wow. Headed to the uh, mid-90, mid mid to upper 90s today. It's also a Preakness, I do believe. Yes, today. it is. It is Preakness Day uh, for the folks that like to get into the horses, the bet on the ponies. It is the uh, second, I believe, second jewel of the Triple Crown. And I've got some old story. I used to park cars over there when I was a teenager. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, I did a whole lot of, okay, come forward, forward, <laughs> forward. My hand gesturing forward, forward, for stop. And that was it. <clears throat> and um, But you wouldn't believe the value of a parking spot at about, I don't know, 7.30, 8 o'clock a.m. on the morning of Preakness, and these people come to play. They have money full. They will spend $50. And what we would do, give away some trade secrets of the parking lots, was we would hide a couple spots. We'd leave a couple spots open, and we'd have our cars also parked. So you could move them, right? These people, high rollers, would come in. They'd want to park close to the gate or... Man, they would flash some ducats around, and they'd be like, "I want to get a park." Man, it's like money talk. And it was like, mm, if you pulled out like a tent, nope, because we knew we could get we could get some money off these parking spots. Just like five open spots, you could get. Yeah, you could you could walk out of there with some good money on the Preakness. And by eleven a.m., everyone on the infield is effed beyond compare. Trash, trash, <laughs> just trashed. And you don't, they don't show them on the race. If you watch the race on TV, they won't show the envy. They'll show it from scale, but they bring, they get in close. You got a bunch of Marylanders like, Trixie on my lot, $500, I got 500 And they fall over, they're fighting. But the Falling pre- off top of their RVs. This is not a commercial for that the sounds Preakness. sounds like a NASCAR race. Yeah, it kind of is. They run until about 5 exactly. o'clock. You know, five o'clock in the afternoon or so, and then everybody like it's—they've got constant. The ambulance will come. Ambulance—that's a funny way to say that. I can never say that word, but they're taking ambulance. people out constantly <laughs> from the prickness because they drink too much. And it sounds like it's going to be a warm one where you are. Of course, that's a, a yeah. cocktail Ooh, for beer is going to be flowing today. There's going to be all sorts of heat strokes, and uh, the paramedics are going to be busy today. So, um, Discord users, uh, another way, of course, all of our listeners, we we do this uh, for you also, mostly, because you can come here if you're free. A lot of people enjoy taking it with them, travel, treadmills, cutting the grass, all that stuff. We get it. And that is the uh, cake of, of the audience there, you know, here. But uh, when we record this, we can actually have you participate and control or direct the conversation with your questions, Q&A. You guys come in here and tell us what you want to talk about. It is a live show open for everyone. Discord users, you can talk in the chat if you're allergic to the Google, you're allergic to the Facebook. We're also streaming on Facebook this morning. Hello, Facebook. Um, But you can call in. You can call into the show by looking for the live show area 
and go into the green room and then we'll bring you in as we go through. And maybe if we do an overtime today, we'll just take some calls. But um, Yeah, that'll be great. People are saying, what y'all going to talk about today? What y'all going to talk about? Well, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, our memories of HamFest. We're going to talk about that today. So you can also put in the chat if you're here some of your memories about recent ham fest or ones in the past that you and you know maybe you picked up something cool or you had a great experience or like many who uh, before us got to see the stream of the poop uh, in Hera Arena as the toilets won't flush. Now I blame this mostly Steve on the diet. I mean these guys don't have their 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 wives around. They're eating whole pizzas, pepperoni pizzas on their own, whatever it may be. And next thing you know, all the doo-doo places are overflowing. Is it true, mm-hmm. true or false, sir? You you were at Hera Arena and saw a steamer float by. The brown trouts. Yep, the brown trouts were, str- <laughs> were flowing downstream, and uh, yeah, literally in the uh, in the Hamfest area, and it was amazing. It was like, uh, and people just kind of like oh, stepped over. Oh, they just kind of brown trout and it was like, okay, just move on. It was the poor souls that had, uh, that were downstream uh, from the. Uh, These are not the, the memories that the we're lava. really fishing for. The brown, brown trout, the uh, floating DNA, oh all God. these sorts of things are a little, uh, little scary. They should not put you off of Hamfest. <laughs> but I go, we so got to go to the root. one of the most memorable ones, but uh, to for you know the Hera and and the folks there, uh, they they got on top of it uh, literally right away and uh, took care of it and just biz- everything went as normal business as usual. Just it floated was, downstream uh, after that, yeah. Just scoop them out. Did they have a big net? For a while, sure, it was. But, it's just know, it's feces. If you ever been by the bathrooms <laughs> at Hera Arena, it was no different being inside oh. versus outside. And look, who's and, using uh, that much was, toilet paper? You know, it's what are we eating it, and how much paper are we using? <clears throat> you only got like a was, fifty cent piece. You're trying to clean up back there. Knock it off. <laughs> Slow down on it. Those huh? bathrooms got destroyed before ten o'clock in the morning. It was just oh, amazing. <laughs> <laughs> they were literally destroyed. So this was not the direction I had intended to, but I guess I brought it up. <clears throat> Holy but, hell! Yeah, that that was you know one memory, but uh, the, the others were just um, <clears throat> just at the, the. I think some of the best parts was after Dayton was done the debris field that was left that people sellers that just left their stuff and then um basically the you know dara was responsible for cleaning up and there was one year someone brought a bunch of toner cartridges um so all the different colored toner cartridges for laser printers and the next thing i know those were exploding in the parking lot oh, and no. just yellow bombs and it was just unbelievable just well just hold on to that up. thought you're you're welcome to uh share your favorite memories of ham fest could be any we're just celebrating now because mm-hmm. this is the week of the uh, hamvention in xenia ohio this crew could not be there for uh, different reasons uh, this year but we may put something together for next year and just do some sort of low-key gathering there we'll, we'll see how it goes but anywho, a lot of drinking, 
lot of drinking. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. We'll we'll get into that in a second. Let's first get into uh, this week in radio. May twentieth, nineteen oh one. We were all much younger back then. Steve was kind of uh, a sophomore yeah, in high hair. school. I was like, you know, Scotty, you know, long Scotty, long, long hair. hair and a hat. Uh, Reginald Fessenden applies for high frequency dynamo patent. Okay, Reginald nice. Fessenden. On May 24th, 1844, now this was when I wasn't born yet, but Steve was in kindergarten. Uh, Steve Morse uh, sent the now famous words, what happened to my music? Let me cut my music off. Come on now. I thought we had this on the loop. Keep playing with me. 1844, Samuel Morse, this is an important one, y'all. The now famous words, what hath God wrought from the Supreme Court chambers in the basement of the U.S. Capitol building in Washington, D.C., to the B&O Mount Clare Station in Baltimore using an experimental 38-mile telegraph line strung along the B&O Railroad right away. Can you imagine this, Steve? 38 miles. Eight miles. Nice. Kick it. <clears throat> yes. I just get my little groove on here with that. And that's I figured this he would have just sent Nanu Nanu as the uh, first message. Nanu Nanu. Nanu Nanu was the first <laughs> ever Morse code ever shared. So Ooh. don't don't take your history test based on things that that sound like add-ons to the truth here. Uh, but that's we that. We were taking a little <clears throat> embellishment. <laughs> embellishment, just a little bit. Live calls in Discord. Uh, go to the live show area and find yourself in the green room. We'll drop you down. We'll talk about these uh, experiences you've had over the years if you uh, would like to do that. Last week we talked about buying gear and some of the criteria. Sometimes you go to HamFest and you want to be dealing with, let me buy something new. Let me buy something old. And a couple of uh, interesting, that was interesting to see what, you know, because I sold a radio in recent times. Scotty sold a, a radio, and I, I had never done it before. I've been kind of the hoarder. Not really. I, it's not like I've got a museum of radios. Everything, I've got a backup to my main rig. I've got a VHF, UHF radio, and I've got a portable rig. And yes, it's uh, somewhat an embarrassment of riches to be able to have that much but I don't have extra to where I'm thinking I don't know, until the 705. And I'm like, I got to sell it. Got to sell it. Made 65 bucks. Bought another piece of software. Cost 70. I'm in the hole five bucks. But hey, there you go. Somebody got a nice radio. He received it. Loved it, by the way. A nice. report on Ernie. He's so nice. excited awesome. to have the 705. And I was excited to get the $53 after PayPal took that money a little bit from me. And then I spent more money than I got. But hey, somebody got a new radio. Uh, so Robert, he, ch he chimed in after last week's show. He got some stuff at an estate sale. And so, you know, when you're at an estate sale, you kind of just buy it. You don't know what you're getting. You yeah. just kind of buy it. You're getting it cheap mostly. But uh, he got something. He got a Galaxy 4, I guess, so MK3. And uh, he just said he didn't even think about it. He went on with it and picked it up. Uh, let's see. Ari got a, uh, a Yesu, an FTDX120. And his criteria is to, to buy a used radio or simple. He says uh, if the features he wants are there, you know, and it looks like it's been cared for. This is kind of goes back to what mm -hmm. Scotty said to us uh, last week. If some photographs look like it's been taken care of, what kind of environment did, you know, was it operated in? You know, that's part of his criteria. Uh, so he looked and see if it worked, had the stuff he wanted and the price that he was willing to pay, and he would pop on it. 
let's see, uh, there was an open box deal. Larry says he got an FT, a Yesu FT2880 from Ham Radio Outlet. They do a thing I just recently learned about, these open box deals where they've been opened or whatever, and then they kind of resell it, and you can get a deal, and it will save you some money that way. Um, let's see, many others. Uh, Roman, he paid cash for a Yesu. A lot of Yesu lovers out there. I'm, I'm just starting to understand that there's a lot of Yesu love out there, and it makes me want a Yesu radio to see what all the fuss <laughs> is about. Roman paid cash for his. David, he got a 10-tech. Uh, and a power supply, and he just says, I have a lot of problems because he's got a 10-tech museum, so he just makes these purchases mm. oh, cool. like that. You know, he calls it a museum, but he just keeps taking them in. You know, he takes them in. Let's see, uh, Mike, he, he got an amp, an AL80B, and it was nice. part of an auction. It was an auction fever. So uh, he got it for 650 bucks, and he said it needed a little TLC, but he bought it anyway. Let's see. Uh, Daniel said he bought a uh, Kenwood TS850. This reminds me to talk about something uh, I'm a little troubled by, but we'll get into that in just a little bit. <clears throat> Somebody say Kenwood to me later when, when we finish off this segment because i gotta, got a comment about that. Uh, let's see. He bought it. It's an old school rig. It's got the knobs and buttons and the menu items, and uh, he got to test the rig out. He paid with PayPal, so that was part of his criteria. Many more uh, on the nice. Facebook page and also on Discord as well. Uh, just looking through, a lot of people do the estate sales. They go through and they, they're not as picky with that. They know they're going to get a deal. And if they're willing to pop on the price, that's what they go ahead and do. Uh, others, uh, another Yesu, John bought a Yesu FT920 off of eBay, paid with PayPal. And I think PayPal has some sort of thing, and I think eBay does too. They protect the buyer uh, a bit. And people, you know, they feel better about these sort mm-hmm. of purchases. Yeah. So some PayPal. Go ahead. You can talk on that, Steve. I, I, I see another eBay there on a Yesu. Tons of Yesu, guys. It's amazing. Yesu mm-hmm. 857. Guy bought it on an eBay auction. And nice. uh, so you're you're protected a little bit. You got $450. Yeah. Guy bought another one on Craigslist. So there's kind of these um, put together platforms that may give you some protection. Buying makes people feel comfortable. Go ahead, yeah, Steve. State sales it. is, you know, pretty popular for um and unfortunately the the families don't know what the value of the uh of the equipment is. So if you're really bargain hunting you can you can kinda get it, you know, get them you know, really fairly cheap. Mm-hmm. And uh so it, it just depends on the, the estate sale and uh and who's running it. Uh uh eBay and and uh, buying off of there with PayPal, having some protection for the uh uh, for the consumer, which is good because PayPal's taking their cut and people are, you know, a little, a little upset. And then, you know, they've been burned over the years. And so that, uh, you know, they're trying to, you know, save their reputation, but there's, you know, there's some pretty good deals to be made out there. And, and then also you can get stuck with a lemon, but that's the, you know, rolling of the dice. If you, you can go, wow, oh, this is a great deal on this, ft whatever it is and then and it's dirt cheap and you get it home and you find out why it's dirt cheap yeah so yeah so it's you, you roll the dice and a lot of times you win sometimes you lose a lot of paypal a lot of uh ebay 
um, some mm-hmm. in-person stuff where you can actually plug it in. I believe Scotty said that as well. I mean, that's ideal if you can kind of touch the radio and, and turn the knobs and see it work. I mean, that's ideal. But in our current world, and Ernie knew who I was just through the show for seven years now. He he felt comfortable enough. And again, I mentioned I didn't have the box. And within that box that I chucked, because I thought it was just the cheesiest box. I'm like, I'm not keeping that around. Was that supposed to be like a photograph somewhere? You know, it was the radio out like it was laying on the beach, you know, or in the field. Like, it's, I'm so beautiful. I'm like, this is weird. I just wanted the tan box it with a, a letter, you know, centerfold from a magazine or something. It was a centerfold, 705, with its, you know, junk out there and everything looking sexy. I'm like, oh my. But I, I tossed it yeah. aside and away. It wasn't a huge box because this thing is the size of a brick. So it wasn't like it was a huge box, but. Within that, I got rid of the manual, and I thought, man, this sucks, because I would want that manual, and I would want less about the manual, but the original box makes me feel like, you know, this person had it, he kept the box. Yeah, we talked about that a little bit last week. That is, it's kind of interesting here in, in this hobby, is that people are obsessed with the original box, and... um and they want to have it. And and I understand it because the original box is, you know, what the radio shipped in. So if you have that and you're going to ship it, there's a good chance and the radio is going to survive because the manufacturer, that's the way they did it. But there is a huge obsession with the original boxes. And uh, yeah, I got an overhead here in the shop and it's full of original boxes with these rigs. So Me too. Yeah, this was the I only the original one. boxes too. <laughs> I, I, Except for I, my FT101. That's the only one I don't have a box. I, I have to tell you, man, I think that my 705 purchase was an instant regret. I mentioned it a couple of episodes ago. I think it was an instant mistake. I shouldn't have bought the radio and I knew it. And it was like I paid for everything and I got the box. I thought the box was cheap. It was a, just a bad experience. And every other box I have, it's it's back. It's back in storage, you know, whatever the radio may be. And I thought, uh, but, uh, you know, in terms of the money, people can get, you know, another big thing is I didn't want to lose a lot of money going through PayPal. I, you know, I wanted, I get it, man. I know why they're in business, but, you know, you're going to give 30 bucks or whatever, whatever the price is, you're going to give a cut to somebody. They're going to take it, making that transfer for you. So that was, that was a consideration as a seller. I didn't want to lose too much. I, you know, you're already not getting full freight for it type of deal. So anyway. The money exchange, uh, the box, the manual, I know that's important to people, but, you know, so that was interesting. Thank you guys for uh, participating and, and sharing what you do. And uh, I don't see estate sales like that, man. I know um, Mark has mentioned here in the chat about, um, you know, silent key type of stuff. And I would imagine if that were to go out to a club, you'd be out there bidding against other other uh, hams and that sort of stuff. So. But that's different. Ricardo yeah, says, I keep all the original boxes. <clears throat> well, good for you. Yeah. You live in paradise. That's the <laughs> you in if you house got the room, boxes. that's great. <laughs> right. yeah. You live in a house of boxes, Ricardo. Good for you. <laughs> Stop judging at us. Least it's not a bu- at least it's not a house of cards. So. Well, I guess my record's pretty clean yeah. now. I've got all the boxes for my radios now. I just didn't for that one. And uh, that's okay. He, Ernie was happy, and he's cool with all that. All right. If you have a question, we'll be taking questions here in in just a little bit. If you have a question about anything, life in general, this show, radio, towers, what have you, put a cue in front of it in the chat. Yeah, before we go, I have always used uh, Mm -hmm. uh, money orders when I uh, make purchases over, you know, person to person and they're going to ship it. 
it's I'll just go down to the post office and get a money order and that's usually uh, pretty good and I'll <clears throat> I'll tell them okay wait till the money order you receive it have it in your hand and cashed or whatever then you can ship it and then I'll throw in extra money for the um for the shipping and things like that so I purchased a 450 that way and I it was a guy who was selling his complete station and I just nice. Unfortunately, he had to pay medical bills, and I said, "I'll just." And it was he was so appreciative because he, he told he told me that there was so many people trying to talk him down. He just was saying, "This is my price," and I said, "Yeah, I'll pay your price," and doing an extra hundred dollars just to say for ship for shipping, and and that way it was like, if you have any extra left over, keep it, and. Uh, leave it at that but there was there was people trying to you know they were offering half the price that he wanted mm -hmm. to sell it for and it was just i mean i i understand it but it was like come on <laughs> the guy's trying to pay his medical bills let's check let's so, check in with uh with scotty and get our our contest and all that sort of stuff that's happening there let's see what's oh, what's going on with scotty right now what's happening all right, so uh, this weekend we got His Majesty King of Spain CW contest happening. That's uh, May 21st and 22nd from 1200 Zulu to 1200 Zulu. Also happening this weekend is the Arkansas QSO party. Uh, today, 1400 Zulu to uh, uh, 200 Zulu tomorrow. Uh, and then next weekend, we got a big one. It's the uh, CQ Worldwide uh, Berthal Prefix contest for CW. Happening next weekend, uh, 28th, from 0 hundred hours May 28th to 2359 on May 29th. So that's a that'll be a big one for the uh, for the CW operators out there. And uh, that's what I got for contest for this. Well, I'm gonna check the volume on that. Does it seem hot to you guys? I don't know. The music's a little off. Yeah, it could be brought down a little bit now. I'll bring it down a little bit. We like yeah. to do things in real time around here. Look, there you go. Mix, mix it on <laughs> the fly. We mix it on the fly. We have to do it with buttons and and digital sliders instead of the actual, you know, the old school yeah. faders. But that's all right. Thank you, Scotty, for that. And now it's my turn to tell you about. Oh, here we go again, girl. You shocked me the other night. You know, no women listen at all to this so I, I don't know what in my mind believes that somewhere in the ether I mean maybe somewhere definitely not on YouTube they don't watch it on YouTube for sure it's like zero women care about this but anyway girl for real move over why so much equipment and cables in here girl 100 watts and wires brought to you by in part by LDG Electronics, family owned and operated. They got the balance, the onions, the meters, and of course those world famous tuners. Customer service is second to none. Visit them online at ldgelectronics.com. Everywhere you look, there's an LDG. Oh, ouch. Is that a banana clip? <laughs> what you doing with that clip, girl? Ow, is that an alligator clip? Why you gotta put that on me? <clears throat> Holy moly. That's a banana clip. Um, add that to 
Sidecar Steve's banana hammock conversation of about 30 episodes ago where he frightened off some of our friends. It talks about a banana about hammock. Banana hammock conversation. Yes, Leo, it does have a feather on it. It is an alligator clip, a, a banana clip, a banana and a nice. feather. I like that. <laughs> oh, I'm tuned up, baby. Ooh. Ooh. What about banana hammocks? You ch- yeah. What about your Kenwood? Oh yes, thank you for mentioning that. We're, as we get into our, um, we get into the ham fest. I was surprised to see Big Ben said he sent the list of vendors. Kenwood is not in Dayton. Now I know maybe they didn't have a, something to reveal. I hear my sources say that Dayton always isn't the best place to reveal new products, but um, you know at least something small. But Kenwood isn't even there. What do you make of that, Steve? Yeah, that was, I knew about that a couple months ago that they weren't going to be there, and it was it was a kind of a shock. Um, I mean, they usually have a pretty good presence there, and uh, but uh, not this year. So it was uh, it, and it starts throwing out the rumors that um, uh, that they you know are been getting out of the of the amateur radio market, but they're still there. You know, they. They bring out some new stuff here and there every now and then, but uh, for the most part, uh, looks like Brett says that uh, they had a factory fire, which is possible. <laughs> Go figure, another one and uh, another factory fire. So, um, but uh, yeah, it, it's, you know, and then the amateur market's not that big for them. So they have their commercial line, they have their consumer line. So it's, it's i would love to see more from kenwood because they make some great equipment they just really nice um uh to look at and operate sure. and uh just uh but you know they're just not like uh you know icom is they're just they're just cranking them out this every year they're 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 doing something i'm a little surprised this year that uh there's not there's no new hf rigs um but Maybe they've just been ignoring the, uh, you know, the VHF UHF market for a while. So now they brought out a, I understand a new, uh, a couple new uh, two meter uh, radios, yeah, handheld, and a, and I think a, a sixty five watt monoband two meter radio. So, and Kenwood has brought that out uh, a mm-hmm. number of years ago. So, and I think even Yesu now has one too. So, <clears throat> yeah, it's good to see, you know still in the market and throwing the love out there back when but, 2012 um, just, i didn't even know what i i mean i didn't really know what i i learned what icom was i learned what yesu was but i knew kenwood from growing up as a kid mm-hmm. knowing that my brother's radio and my cousin's radio and the stereo systems and everything like they were top shelf and i i in my mind i was like i'm going kenwood man because i grew up on their electronics i know what their stuff and you know i still didn't know anything about this game at all but uh kenwood i was programmed in me i knew that name i knew that one from many years before just on the normal so um i guess i did hear that 10 tech was there as well and um what they're doing is i don't know if they're doing i don't even want to speak out of i think they're going to slowly come back in i don't know if they're doing some consulting work or what they're doing there but they are there yeah mm -hmm, they they're now based in dayton so they've uh uh, been moving around, and I think they're now uh, moved their headquarters in 
all their facilities into into the Dayton area, which is good. Uh, speaking about Kenwood and what what I always remember when going to Hera and 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 Alzinia is that when your feet are barking at you because you've been on the pavement or on a hard surface, go in the Kenwood booth because they had the thickest padding for their carpet. And it was like, oh, yeah, mm -hmm. that was a good move. You keep people in your booth by uh, keep them cool, keep their feet, keep their feet on mm -hmm. something soft. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. in Hair Arena, you'd, you'd walk through, you'd hit date, you hit ICOM at one end of the uh, of the arena, and then you kind of work your way down, and you passed RNL, and and you got down towards where uh, Kenwood was, and then it was like, oh, my dogs are like going, yeah, mm -hmm. so. Yeah, get your steps in there. Get your steps in. Mm -hmm. So we're going to share a little bit of our memories. Again, uh, folks who are here live as we're recording and live streaming this out, if you're a Discord member, you can go into the live show area, find yourself in the green room, and we'll bring you into the session. We may take some calls later in the show. We've got some Q&A coming up. If you're in the chat and don't want to speak, put a Q in front of your question, and we'll pull those, and we'll try to get uh, those together for you. If you're listening enjoy the experience and you're always welcome to come girl oh oh i'm saying come over here just join us i'll use join us next time now it's your turn in sherry's but office you can come twice <laughs> if you want to damn it uh some memories uh you know uh, there's so much going on here i i i like the, the move of xenia um because there was more space there. A lot of folks were still getting their hotels in Dayton. There was 20,000, just say 20,000 hams embark on that area. I read a story about $30 million comes there this weekend because of uh, all the hams that come. Well, I got to say, Xenia was good because I went, I ended up going to um, an Airbnb with KC1AZT uh, in 18. And we stayed in an Airbnb in this little town, this little sleepy town, because there's like, you know, cows and there's corn and it's out there. It's away from Dayton. But people enjoy Dayton because, for one, there are many hotels. There's also Contest University is there leading into Dayton. So a lot of people were still into that experience there. I wanted to be a little closer to the venue. Ten minutes, right? But getting a pizza was hard where we were staying, you know. Um, but uh, I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed the change. I got to see Dayton at least two years, if not three, before they shut down and then one at Xenia, and I haven't been back because of whatever. But in terms of memories, I think the first one was I couldn't get a cup of coffee in Dayton at the Hera Arena, right? I was like, how much is a cup of coffee going to cost me, man? I, I was uh, so ready to get a cup of coffee on the morning of in the venue, I got lost a little bit because it was it was a hockey arena, an old hockey arena. Um, I remember not being able to get a coffee, but I also interviewed uh, John Amadeo. What's his call now? He changed his call a little bit. Is it N two six J? Okay. Uh, I remember sitting up in the bleachers talking to him and a couple of friends, and we recorded it, just talking, just shooting the s, you know, hanging out with him. Some you know good memories. Seeing that forty thousand uh, dollar, what is it? Like a tower. And I was like, holy heck, what the oh, heck? Japanese tower, yeah. Man, alive, the and just low, seeing low all. Loso tower, yeah. <laughs> I also remember thinking, massive. like, you know, 
all this stuff you could get online, except for that tower, of course. You know, you could you could see all these sorts of things and uh, purchase them. So it became more about like, who were you with? Like, who could you connect with? And I think those are the memories there. The one year to Xenia, I was with the ICOM, you know, that roaming emergency. That was like base camp. I just sat up there. I uh, interviewed Dave Kassler, went and said hello to other friends and, and people that I knew. I remember meeting uh, Jason from Ham Radio 2.0. He was across the way. And I just stayed in a spot and let the people come through because this was an impressive van and i guess it's still out there yeah, I don't that know. van that van was that van was nice it was like a base camp yeah, for me i just threw my crap mm-hmm. down there and uh i could go and anybody that could come by and say hello that's basically what i did but um and i think if we go next year you know it'll be maybe we can figure out a way to have a gathering in a hotel lobby or someplace where you can get drinks and just beer garden just just, just hang out meet at the beer garden we're done beer gardens <laughs> Throw up a wolf over coil and call it a day. Yeah, I would. I would love to operate there. I'd love to like tie in an activation because I, I remember going there and you know you could see it the day before, and I could because they gave me the for the podcast and you know I could go in there as a media, and I just walked around, took it all in, and then the day it opens, you got all the people they're flooding in. You get to take in that experience, but after like five hours, I was cool. Like I was like, all right, this would be all right to kind of go do something else or. Voice of America or whatever. But uh, so they're kind of my memories of uh, connecting with people face to face. Um, I struggle with the food because I don't eat all the food options, but the food trucks got better when they get, oh, went out yeah. to Xenia. You had more options. So I could kind of go Mexican or nachos or whatever it was I could eat. Um, so that was a big deal for me. That was on the plus side. And I didn't have to leave the site to find something I could eat. Steve, uh, what are your memories when you think back? Doesn't even have to be Dayton or Xenia, although we're in that week now. Uh, any any memories of Hamfest that that are special for you? Um, for me, it's the Daytons and meeting people. Um, you know, I, there's all the other Hamfest locals that I've gone to, and it's and for me, it's more just uh, the getting there and uh, and. And it's the people just meeting up with friends, meeting up with new people, uh, new, making new friends, um, uh, finally getting to do a face to face with someone I've talked on the air and, uh, and just kind of geeking out for, uh, three days with, uh, with, you know, Hera and, uh, the history that was there. And then, and then when, uh, things moved to, to Xenia, it was, uh, you know, for a few years, I would ask guys that, you know, I'd run into and it's like, hey, how you, you know, how's the ham fest going? No, it's, you know, great or this or that. And, and every now and then I ran into one and was like, I hate this. And I'm like, okay, why are you here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to say, I wish we were back at, at, at Hera. And it's like, well, we're not. I mean, enjoy this beautiful setting here. And, uh, but it's just, we're creature of habits. And so I just kind of like, yeah. And everyone's trying to find their way around. And, uh, and now you have the flea market out in the middle of the racetrack and it's, I guess it rained last night. So it's kind of a muddy mess again. And so I've, (laughs) uh, I've had muddy shoes and, uh, going out there and it's, it's all part of the allure. It's, this is part of the, the, the Dayton Hamfest uh, yeah, experience, but for me, you get to see the people, get to deal with the vendors. You don't get a lot of deals from the commercial vendors because 
everyone's just kind of trying things out. Um, what I like is uh, I don't have the opportunity to to go to say like DX Engineering and to see the products in the, at their showroom. All I have is either the catalog or the website. And at uh, Hair, they have it all, or at Hamvention, they have it all laid out. And now you can kind of see the product. And I've been kind of interested in this one. Oh, well, maybe, yeah, this will be kind of cool. Um, so that's uh, a great deal. You get to talk to uh, the various commercial vendors and uh, find out. Uh, MFJ, oh, my God, those guys are a riot. I get to stay in the same – I've for years stayed in the same hotel with the MFJ folks, and they are just a blast after the fact. Um, those people are wild. They and, seem to bring uh, everything they make, too. It's like they make everything, mm -hmm. and then they – bring it all I mean, I mean it's a it huge bring... square it's like a block of stuff it's huge mm -hmm. and uh and, and there's things you can you know get so for unfortunately i don't buy a lot of stuff from when i go to hamvention because if it doesn't fit in my carry-on bag then then i just you know i won't get it but it's so for myself it's more just the people connection and uh and being there and being part of the the forums, I remember that ecom uh, van talking to the guy that uh, put it together, and it was like, wow, this is nice, you know. But I kind of saw it from a, um, a public safety side of things, and and in Land Mobile, and uh, so I was kind of geeking out in a in a different uh, area of it, the more the technical side, but. Uh, Still, the layout was great. Uh, I remember you, you know, sitting on that bench, <laughs> doing interviews and stuff like that uh, that year. So it, it's um, it, there's a lot of lot of memories. And uh, for me, you know, I always went down to the Bethany Relay Station for Voice of America. Um, I would stay an extra day. I would go down to a baseball game um, in downtown uh, Dayton. I watch. Mm. Uh, the Dragons play, you know, minor league baseball, so cool. the best like baseball that. around. And uh, on a Sunday afternoon, go across the street from the stadium, go into Mendelssohn's, their facility, you know, their big facility. You remember Mendelssohn with their big tent mm -hmm. and everything and all the, the stuff. So their store was it was just incredible. And um, and then down the street from there, we found uh, one year, Dan and I, we found a uh, this bar. But it was a maker bar, and it was full of 3D printers and benches that you could work. And they had benches that had soldering irons, and they had tools there huh. to work on your projects. And oh, that's cool. they had a coffee bar and a beer bar. So as your part was being 3D printed, you could have a coffee or beer. Or, so, And that was just uh, down the street from Mendelssohn's and the base. So there's... There's all kinds of cool stuff in Dayton, so that that was those are some of the memories that wow. I, that I have. Well, I I would should should say you know it seems to always rain this time of year in Dayton, so just prepare because one of my favorite places is the uh, what is it called the uh, flea market area. You know, you walk around and you're going to be balls deep in mud. I mean, you're just going to have to <laughs> understand that. You literally, you're like. Oh, that's a bit cold. Yeah, it's getting in the boots, on the boots, all that sort of stuff. Maybe not that bad, but driving in, it's tough. Uh, one quick memory I almost forgot. I mentioned staying with Patrick in the Airbnb, right? And, they, you know, they're very, it's like someone's home. 
you know, it was real nice. Yeah, thunder cracking here. I'm, I'm unplugged too. Um, and uh, I, a couple things I did bring, and I brought like some Quaker oats, right? I, I'd like to enjoy more back then. I brought some Quaker oats, and I, you know, you should measure these things out, you know, because I would always make too much in this container. So anyway, it was like the day we were supposed to leave or whatever, and I was going to be leaving early in the morning. I think he was leaving later in the day, but that that night, you know, we had taken the trash out or the trash was out. I didn't want to leave any food in the trash can. So what I did is I didn't, I made too much oats and I couldn't eat all the oats. So I took the oats and I said, I'll flush this down the toilet because I don't want to leave it in the trash can. <laughs> well, oats expand, right? And the oats, and he was out. He went out and did something. I was home alone, right? And I was like, bloop, a big old clump of, uh, you know, oatmeal in the toilet. <laughs> 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 and would you know would you know that some of my bitch wouldn't flush and i fl i messed up the toilet so i'm all by myself and of course the 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 oats go away like they're up in the pipe now so i'm like oh patrick's gonna come home and think i left a steamer in there and messed up the toilet this is what you don't want grandma to know right you don't, you don't want all this like grandma can you get the plunger and i couldn't find a plunger it had everything in this place dryer sheets whatever you, you the small things except the no plunger. plunger could find a plunger anywhere and i'm like look i need this toilet to be clean before patrick gets here because he think he's gonna think i stuffed it up with some weird diet thing going on right and there was no sign of the so he comes it's home and i ha i had this look on my face right just like look i gotta tell you something it was like a sit sit down i gotta tell you something don't go to the bathroom in that toilet because <laughs> that toilet won't flush right now. I had to just come out with it. And he, he gave the look like, yeah, you filled it up after you ate that pizza from Domino's. And I'm like, no, man, I put oatmeal. And it's like, who puts oatmeal in there? You know oatmeal expands, right? I'm like, I thought I made too much. I made too much. Couldn't eat it all. I didn't know what to do. I didn't want to leave trash in the trash. It was, it was this whole thing. I had to relive it over and over again. I don't even know how it got <laughs> undone, but I might have just sped off. Like, you probably just heard my truck. Bye-bye, Patrick. Hong Kong. So he mentioned that one to me, and I had almost forgotten about that. But a note, a, a, pro, a pro tip for you guys is uh, don't flush the oatmeal. <laughs> Because it likes to expand in the pipes. Why did I make so much damn oatmeal? True story. That's a true story. Oh, my God. I can't even believe it. Good this might, be a, this might be a good time to... Uh, what do we got, Scotty? We got to come to you. We got uh, oh, we got some stuff to, to talk about. Speaking of Hamfest, uh, yes, yeah. we have, uh, of course, the big one, Xenia Hamvention happening, going on now. Um, also... Um, or a special event happening this weekend is uh, Armed Forces Day, uh, 1600 Zulu to 2130 Zulu Special Event Station. Um, info at uh, qrz.com uh, forward slash db forward slash whiskey five kilo India Delta. Uh, and next week, uh, a ham fest, one uh, local to me and uh, and Mr. Mark H. We have the Maryland FM Association Memorial Day Ham Fest in West Friendship, Whoa. Maryland at the Howard County Fairgrounds, which is just a stone's throw away. Whoa. So I'll be making a making nice. a visit there. And then a, uh, a cool uh, special event, um, May 28th uh, through 31st, um, is st the Strange Antenna Challenge. I like that. So... 
Yeah, so it's, uh, what is this strange? So anyone may operate, simply add a uh, forward slash KOS to your call sign and the uh, purpose is uh, to utilize uh, antennas not made of normal antenna materials. It includes, you know, fences, statues, vehicles, bridges, whatever. Um, it's a fun way to uh, promote the uh, promote your club and uh, and promote amateur radio. So that's a special event happening next weekend. So that might that might be fun. I got some odd things I could try to tune up around here. Try it. Let's see. Yeah. Uh, Patrick has chimed in uh, via the chat. He says he's absolutely <laughs> dying over here. Still can't completely remember how we flushed it. I think we let it sit overnight. I think you're right. I think the oats got a little soggy and little by little, I was I was scared well, to death. Well, you're not we, the only one. Ricardo said he cost him 900 bucks. I wanted to get us out of town. Like we, we did not need that at all. Eventually, eventually it turns into cream of wheat, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> It would break down eventually. I think I remember saying that. It'll break down eventually. See, if, if, if you would have just sprinkled a little Old Bay in there, it would have taken care of it. Right, <laughs> yeah. It would have flushed it right on through. It would have just woo. lubed it up and, oh. Well, it, it, it what's it just... do to the insides of you? If it can't go down metal pipes, <laughs> what does oatmeal do? So I cut back on oatmeal, I think, right after that time. Like, it won't even go through metal pipes with force. But, you know, we were in an Airbnb, and there was a place under us. And I was afraid that we would get water on the floor and drip down. And I was like, oh, man. I was like, oh, this is bad. But in the morning, it, it actually went down, and we got out of there, I think, without any incident. But it was a, it was a cool place. It was private, off, you know, and that that is a fun memory. It was a little scary because, you know, you're in somebody's home. Those Airbnbs are like, they, they take special care. And this one had like a theme of aviation. It was a cool place. But we'll we'll have to look there again. Nice. I, anyhow, I'm getting hungry now thinking about that. Uh, it's going, we're going to take some questions here. And if you have a question, you can put a cue in front of it and uh, drop it in the chat. Some people have done that. And we couldn't get to all of them. So uh, here's what we'll do. We'll... Put Scotty over there into the um, the chat. He can watch and pull anything question wise. We can talk about food, food, your culinary diet, what oats do to metal pipes, how much it costs for plumbing, all that sort of stuff. And if you want to call and contact us live as we head toward the end of the show, uh, you can do that. We may do an overtime today for a bit. Discord users can go into the live show area, find the green room, and we can bring your call in live. Steve, are you ready to uh, take a few questions before we... Uh, yeah, let's take a few questions. Before we bug out. Let's see if this works for us. How do you protect buried coax, and where do you buy it? Mickey would like to know. So, uh, Buried coax? Well, most... Uh, you can buy it, you know, in almost anywhere uh, where you get your coax. Uh, you just make sure you um, get the one that's uh, rated for direct burial. How you protect buried coax, your best bet is put it in a conduit. So get some PVC conduit, schedule 40, um, and just, you know, two inch if you can afford that, or just one inch if you only have like one line or something, that's the way to go. It's uh, that way you can change it if it needs to, or you can add to it. Uh, if, so uh, you got a trench open, you might as well fill it in with a conduit and go from there. Yes, it's an added expense, but in the long run, it saves you time and it's cheaper. All right. We have a question coming in from our chat. Todd, November 3, Papa Kilo, Japan. He asked, Morning, I need possible Todd. antenna ideas with no tree. Possible antenna ideas with no trees. Huh? 
well verticals for one that's uh, uh a tower is is another so uh but the easiest is probably um you know a vertical if uh, it's quick and dirty and uh, we'll get you going okay Brett, you know right there trap vertical is uh so yeah if, you don't need you a don't lot of land trees. for that either, right? I mean, you you know, you might want to drop down some radials in the grass. It depends on where you are. If you're in a condominium or, uh, you know, I guess we would need a little more detail. But, yes, I, my instant reaction is uh, something vertical, whether it's off a balcony if, or whatever. If it's ground-mounted, you you know, ideally, we're just talking the ideal. You want at least 32 ground radials. But if you have it elevated, four is all you need, and you're good to go. Good deal there. If you have a question, put a cue in front of it, and we will try to take care of it in this portion of the show. All right. We've got another question coming in uh, regarding a Carolina Wyndham. Do I need to support it by the transformer, or is supporting it by the two ends acceptable? That's from Al. Yes. You can support it by the two ends. Just make sure the wire is capable of, uh, of supporting it. How's that Carolina wind that I sent you, Christian? That's uh, doing great. It by the transformer. It is by the transformer because I I can't mm-hmm. get like a flat top situation there, so it's kind of an in inverted V, if that makes sense. So I I needed that support in the center to give me my uh, the elements out uh, in an inverted V style. If you could get it up in that way, where you can support it on the ends, that's different for me because it's kind of heavy, right, Steve? I mean, you've got to be pretty mm-hmm. taut at that point. I had that antenna supported by the ends, and um, and it 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 stayed up. It it kind of had of a little bit of a droop because of the weight of the uh, uh, the ballon and the and then actually the two ballons because you got a ballon at the uh, at the at the wire, and then you got some coax down, and you got another ballon at the end of the coax. So you you got this weight, and. Um, so that was supported, and then one morning, uh, I'll have to find that picture again. I had an owl that was sitting on the ballon. It uh, it was a, a young owl, and uh, but uh, yeah, it, you you can support it, but just make sure that the wire is at least fourteen gauge or better, and it's uh, designed for, you know antenna wire. Your ordinary house wiring, it will start to stretch and. It could fail over time, but it's doable. Okay. Drop a question in the chat if you'd like to. You could put a cue in front of it. Uh, Just like our friend Spike has, he says uh, he lives on an acre where there are no trees. The highest point here is 13 feet. I use an NFED at 65 feet of wire. His question, uh, he has a 49 to 1 unin with a uh, FT420. 43 SWR slowly rises on higher power. Should I make one with two FT 240? I'm not sure I understand. Uh, yeah, I'd probably, it's, it says your SWR is going up under higher power. The, uh, <clears throat> we're going to get in the weeds here. I think your, uh, your balance is going to start overheating. It's, it's getting saturated. And, um, so ideally, you want to stack your uh, toroids and uh, then wrap your uh, wires around it. So, yeah, you're uh, you're oversaturating the uh, the tor, you know, the ballon, the forty nine to one unun. Okay. 
I have a question here about antenna building. Does any wire material work better or worse? This is from Bill. So he's asking, is there better wire to use in gauge, I guess, larger gauge? Larger gauge. Um, and then uh, ideally, if you're going to have some long runs, you're going to have some kind of, uh, you could get away. Uh, there is a, uh, a copper cladded steel wire. Um, that is the ideal uh, for long runs. It's very strong. Um, so you're going to want, uh, you, you, you want a wire that is more or less designed for antennas, uh, but like your standard, uh, uh, house wiring that you go down to Lowe's or Home Depot or wherever big box store and get a 500 foot roll of 14 gauge black or white or wire over course of time, it's going to kind of stretch because it's that wire is not designed for that. And, uh, so, you know, there, there are, um, wire that is out there that you, that is designed for, you know, long spans, like with a dipole. So, uh, I mean, it's doable. Just, you're going to have issues down the road. I've had, you know, I've used standard stranded house wiring 14 gauge and it's lasted for years, but it's kind of stretched over time. And, and when an antenna stretches, it changes the VSWR. So, but uh, I, I go for wire that's specifically designed for antennas. There you have it. If you have another question you'd like to, um, you know, have answered, put a cue in front of it. We'll try to do our best. We'll also be taking some Discord live calls if that should be uh, of interest to you calling into the show through Discord. Scotty, I am sorry. I did not ask you. I got wrapped up in my oatmeal story. Um, any Hamfest memories uh, come to mind? Doesn't have to be Dayton. Doesn't have to be anything. I know you have not yet been to the Hamvention. So, is anything uh, attending, whether it's a sale or just an experience, stick out? Um, yeah. I mean, it's a. Uh, I remember my first Hamfest was a local one here, at Columbia Amateur Radio um, Association here in Howard County, Maryland. They have a small one every year at the local fairgrounds, and that was my first Hamfest and. I just remember being uh, just kind of overwhelmed with uh, all the just everyone just it's it's mostly a tailgate sort of uh, ham fest. There's really no indoor uh, tables going on, but just being overwhelmed at all the stuff that people just you know the back of their cars so they open the trunk and just all the crap that everybody's got everything from <laughs> vintage radios and test equipment to uh, you know twenty five thirty year old. HP computers and everything in between. I remember there was this one guy, because I was being an audio guy, there was one guy that was, he had a box truck and he was selling vintage broadcasts um, consoles. So he had this old two-bit RCA broadcast desk from early 60s, late 50s. Mm. And I just remember um, oohing and on over over that. I was like, oh, I need to get that and modify it into a recording console somehow. Yeah, he found um, his yeah. audience there. He knew you. You uh, he hit something yeah. with you. Dude, here's the, here comes the audio guy. Let me let me roll up the door on this truck and uh, show off my wares. But I, I can't wait to get to uh, Hamvention. I have not yet been. I am planning on going next year. Hopefully the uh, Team 100 can uh, pull something off for next year. That'd be that'd be awesome. I think it'd be great. I mean, I you know we're. I think the one thing about streaming and and being able to do the the show live is that the community can come join you in real time. And that's why I always tell our podcast listeners, I know you're on the run. That's why you dig this. You like listening because you're moving and you're doing something and you can just put it on and that's cool. 
Oh, but you're also invited to come here each week and participate. So we we kind of meet each other and you learn each other through the chat, through the Discord. However, it's uh, the community just expands. And what I like is they can actually control the questions, like the questions that have come in from Spike today and uh, from Todd. You know, if there's something you want to know that we we can't, you know, we can cover, we'll try to help you with that. And uh, as we head into uh, the final stretch here, I got to, we got to talk about the tune-up, which is coming up. I know everybody's so excited, if you will, about the... I don't know if everybody's excited like that. And I don't even know if excited always means like that, you freaky lady. I probably got to let Sherry go. We might need to... Uh, I don't know. I got to ask Patrick of the uh, Sorry Sherry sweatshirts and t-shirts are still available. I guess they're going to run through the end of the month. So if you're interested in uh, celebrating Sherry as she gives us the, the hard stuff to... Let me finish the sentence first. <laughs> I can't even finish. She's like, I know where you're going. I know you already. I know you boys. <laughs> you guys are nasty. <laughs> she's a nasty one. That's all I can say. I think, yeah, she's she's a closet nasty. Check she's out the shop freak. at 100 Check out the shop and uh, put on your colors, your colors. And we'll yeah, definitely talk sport, about it. Uh, you know, a guy like this right here. Yeah. You got a logo sweatshirt, sweatshirt on. Uh, Scotty's wearing his old school. The, uh, the vintage, the vintage the, logo. Yeah, he's got the classic stuff going on. And I've and if you just a coffee drinker, you got your travel mug here. So that's another old logo with the black and oh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Thunder cracking Bad. here. We're up to fifty-five and ninety percent humidity. So we've definitely got a heavy rain pouring now. Oh, uh, but, Patrick, Sherry yeah. is still in. Sherry is still still rocking in the shop. Good deal. So if you're interested in the sorry Sherry stuff, Big Ben's got one. He posted a picture on Discord, and uh, he likes it. I hope he's wearing it around town. want to talk about the tune-up. It's coming uh, June. Let's see if I can uh, add this up here. There it is. A tune-up's coming up, and uh, it's June 10th, 11th, and 12th. We'll be giving away a handsome, I don't know much about certificates, but sort of a commemoration-type poster. You can do whatever you want with it. If you go to 100wattsandawire.com and you want to participate, the stations there will be running on the air. We'll be doing some digital stuff. You can work these stations. Set up portable if you like. Get out there in the field if you can. If not, work from the comfort of your own home. We'll be doing some live streaming. But it's a, a great excuse to operate your equipment, make some contacts, get on the air. You'll give some stations to chase. You know, there'll be some people out there to work. It's always kind of fun to get out on a special weekend. Right, and, and some new antennas. And, yeah. Mm -hmm. Any band, any mode. Yeah, just yeah, get on the air. forward to it. It's going to be fun. Um, so that's happening there. More information on the website. Uh, what else did we need to tell you about? We do a Sunday evening net. Starts at 7 o'clock Central. We also live stream in conjunction with that in real time. That runs parallel, so if you can't get on the air, you can come join us here. We usually have a good time and have been you know, partaking, I guess, in the evening. So it's usually a festive uh, <laughs> environment. Uh, and then they get in there and they're sh shocked by the topics that come up. A little, little, uh, little imbibing going on. It's a, it's a Sunday night. We're relaxing, hanging out with friends and uh, in the Hamley. We get to uh, finish the week and the weekend strong with our friends and our you know have good company and we're on the radio we're hanging out and then we get a little push as we head into a new work week so you're welcome to join us there 
And uh, thank you for participating today, whether you're in the chat, whether you send your questions in. A lot of the questions come in through email that we put up on the screen here, and, and we take them live. And uh, sometimes we even do a little extra, a little overtime. I guess we can move uh, some questions in through the Discord, too. What did we miss, fellas? What did we miss? Anything? I think we got it covered. We yeah. covered Dayton uh, quite well and the memories, which was great. It was good to relive some of those memories. He said cover the memories, not memories. <laughs> Jesus. Now we got to get like a like a hearing test for the lady. I mean, come on. Uh, uh, you should happy. know I am a free the nip kind of guy. Anyway, I don't need <laughs> nobody talk, covering me. Come on, man. All right. So uh, we can, uh, we'll take some questions on Discord. Thank you all for listening to us and subscribing wherever you get this podcast. Uh, you're welcome to join us every Saturday. Uh, we enjoy being with you for sure. Can you guys hear that crackling? Oh, man, yeah. It's thunder. Yeah. There you go. It's not my stomach. It's that we're in the constant rain, 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 grass, 12 inches, cut one day, uh, rain, 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 rain. That's kind of how it goes. <laughs> yeah, we'll do a little overtime tonight, uh, today, or tomorrow, or whenever you're listening to this. Uh, but for now, we will uh, we'll catch you on Sunday, 7 o'clock Central for our live stream. And for the boys, we'll, uh, you know, I know a lot of people out there want to, like, look good. You want to look good. You do things because it makes you look good. But let's try to do good. Let's try to be good as we head off into our community. We got to do something different. All these people, I want to, it makes me look good. I say this because I, it makes me look good. Damn that. Do good, be good. How about that? And by all means, if you can, please try and stay above the noise. That's really a hard one there. It's a big order for you to leave the show with. 73 Steve, 73 Scotty. 73 Christian, 73 Scotty. To join the 100 Watts in a Wire community, visit 100wattsinawire.com.